I'm Kate Daniels. In the year just completed, I learned about and shared with you information about music therapy and its healing properties. Today, we get to hear about a related yet different path for music therapy as we meet Aaron Jafaris, a hip-hop poet and playwright. Aaron has written a number of hip-hop musicals for the stage and has a brand new one with a very special story around it, How to Break. And the best way, of course, to learn about it is to speak directly with the man himself. So let's meet Aaron Jafaris. Aaron Jafaris, good morning. Thank you so greatly for taking time to be with us this morning. Thanks so much for having me, Kate. Well, it's such a pleasure. I'm so excited that you are here in uh, on our coast, in our neck of the woods, and doing this incredible work, bringing this musical to our stage, uh, really very close here to so much that's happening in the Puget Sound area. So let's just jump right in and have you tell us a little bit of the history. What's the background for this new musical, How to Break? So... I've been writer-in-residence at Yale New Haven Children's Hospital, where I'm from, New Haven, Connecticut, for about uh, the past dozen years. And what that means is I work uh, within the Arts for Healing program in the Child Life Department there, helping uh, young people, mostly teenagers, who are hospitalized with various kinds of illnesses, write poems and raps and plays about their experience and about their lives. And so um, that's one of my day jobs. And then um, my other my other job is as a writer and specifically a hip-hop theater creator. And so I've been thinking about um, some of the young people who I had gotten to know really well through my work at the hospital and how art in that particular situation was doing more for um, both the the young people in terms of reclaiming control of their own stories and selves, and also for me, um, kind of seeing how they used art and um, used, in some cases, their own vulnerability uh, as a strength. And so um, when the Oregon Shakespeare Festival invited me and a bunch of other hip-hop theater makers from around the country to come out and create, collaborate, I brought this idea, this kernel of an idea, to some amazing beatboxers like Adam Mata um, and Yako 440 and some amazing um, breakers, you know, hip-hop dancers, Quickstep and Rockefeller, um, a hip-hop theater director, Chris Edwards, um, and eventually... Uh, a composer, um, Rebecca Hart, and together we explored how we could tell the story of these young people in a children's hospital and the adults like me who are like trying to um, do our best with them um, and are struggling with our own issues um, that we're not supposed to let out in that environment. And so... uh, we created this show, um, like the kernel of a show, at Oregon Shakespeare Festival, and then developed it in New Haven in New York City uh, for a number of years um, with a few different theaters, Collective Consciousness, the Hip Hop Theater Festival, and here. And um, 
now we're here at the Village Theater with, for the first time, uh, a full show, an amazing cast and, and uh, uh, you know, new creative team, uh, director, music director, et cetera. So we have this incredible opportunity to see the show firsthand. It's not been performed elsewhere. This is fresh new work, isn't it? Yeah, we, we've done, you know, workshops, workshop productions of it um, before. Uh, but but this is the first time that, yeah, that we'll be seeing the full um, the full thing with all of the the hip hop dancing, the um, the graffiti, um, the uh, yeah, the new kind of storyline and songs that we've been working on since the last since the last workshop. And so we are fortunate here in the Puget Sound area to have this right here, uh, right on our doorstep, virtually to enjoy the performance. And so, yes, it's just gotten started this weekend, but there still is a full week into next weekend where everyone has that opportunity to get out and see how to break, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're, uh, yeah, we're playing a full weekend of shows, like you said. And um, the uh, exciting thing is, uh, we, you know, because we're, uh, we're in previews, um, this weekend, we are actually, um, you know, listening to how things land on the audience in the house, doing uh, rewrites during the week. So the things that you see uh, this coming weekend, some of them will actually be brand new. So, again, a further opportunity to have this incredible experience. Uh, And here it is Sunday. So the show, there are still two performances this Sunday, January 7th. So an opportunity to get to see it. And and then, as you say, Aaron, uh, judging by reaction from the audience, there could be rewrites so that if you go again later in the week, you might experience a totally different show. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it won't be totally different. Hopefully, we won't, <laughs> right. we won't be rewriting the whole thing. But, but uh, yeah, absolutely, there will it will be uh, it, it will be different in in some ways next weekend. Uh, just that part of it, yes. Hopefully, you don't have to do a lot of rewrites. But there's just something that feels so creative about that kind of response and really just kind of making it happen. It's just really kind of at that grassroots level. Uh, again, all I can think of, it's so exciting. Yeah, I mean that's uh, that's how um, that's how you know a musical. Develops and I think particularly a hip hop musical, um, uh, you know, has has this spirit of making something out of nothing and uh, improvising in the room, um, and that's also something that actually connects with the experience of myself and other artists who work in a hospital um, or or music music therapists or art therapists who might work in the hospital. There's a really improvisatory nature of it where you're helping a young person create art that is right in that moment because you might may only have a little, you know, like an hour window between, you know, some uh, procedure um, or physical therapy or, or some other things to help a young person really express who they are. And so that's a muscle that 
I've exercised a lot in that part of my life. And then I get to bring that same muscle to my own art um, where, uh, you know, we're not responding in the room to, um, to a, a, an actual chronically ill patient, but rather <laughs> responding in the room to, uh, to the audience, um, to the actors, and, uh, you know, trying to build something that can be uh, breathtaking and, and transformative based on the energy in the room. So we really need to take advantage of this experience, this opportunity, because it's right here for us, brand new. We are really part of that creation, I would say, by being present and having the reaction and having you and the performers listen and take that and somehow, you know, make it even greater than it already exists. So I think, you know, that's a good reason for us to want to just jump on this bandwagon and get there. So let's take a moment and let people know how they can get tickets for How to Break at the Village Theatre. Yeah, so uh, you can go to the Village Theatre's website. It's just villagetheatre.org, villagetheatre.org. Um, and uh, on the website, th- this show is part of their what they call their beta series, um, which is uh, musicals in development. And so you, yeah, you just if you go on their website, you look for uh, the Issaquah Theater because they have two theaters. Um, so you click on the Issaquah Theater, and um, and then you'll see how to break come up on their website, and you can buy tickets right there. It's it's pretty simple. And I was at the website. I saw how that is. And you're right. Very simple to choose a date, choose the time of the performance that you want. And uh, very easy. Hopefully there will still be some seats for you when you go searching for that. But um, give it a try because it certainly is something that is so worthwhile and that we don't want to miss since... Um, Yes, it's this very new musical right here uh, in the Puget Sound. But as you you were telling us, Aaron, this, um, your, well, one of your day jobs is working as a music therapist at this children's hospital in New Haven. And you've been doing it for a dozen years, which seems pretty incredible, uh, really wonderful that you have been able to do this work, something, music that is your passion, that you've been able to share it in this hospital uh, setting as a music therapist. Yeah, actually, so I'll, I'll clarify a little bit. Um, I, so I am a, uh, I'm a, a writer, so I, I write, you know, poems and raps and, and things like that. Um, and I am actually not a certified music therapist. I'm, I'm not a, a, a music therapist. And that is, something that is I'm, I'm very glad that you that you said that because that's actually uh one of the um uh i don't know i guess an issue that comes up in the show um because uh there are folks like me who are artists in residence so we're artists but we're not trained therapists um and so you know my job is to help a young person create art, you know, create the, uh, their, write their poems or raps or plays. Um, but it stops short of, of therapy. Um, and 
there are amazingly gifted music therapists who take it that, uh, you know, that other step. Um, and in fact, we've been in touch with some music therapists uh, here at Seattle Children's Hospital um, who, uh, who are doing exactly that work. And, and I'm, I have the, uh, the blessing of being able to, uh, to go to Seattle Children's uh, this coming week to do a little workshop um, collaborating with a music, music therapist who's there and, uh, and with, you know, some of the hospitalized young people who are there. But I feel like in a way, for me, it's a blessing to be able to um, be, <laughs> as I would say, like just a, a writer and, and not a, for example, a, a poetry therapist. I guess my um, reason for being is really helping the young person express whatever comes up. Um, and, uh, to have the art, the, um, the writing that they're creating, um, be the center of, of their experience with me. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, I, I'm not having to, um, to, to try to, uh, kind of steer it in a particular direction or, um, look for a particular clinical outcome in terms of their, uh, you know, their, de their development. And so I'm so admiring of the people who are able to do that. Um, and yet I also think of it as, as a, a kind of freedom that I have to help the young people um, just be creative. And your experience with this, and thank you, actually, for that clarification of being writer-in-residence uh, versus music therapist, which is a whole course of study and degree work, uh, writing itself and in, in music as you do it is its own course, uh, but they are two different paths, so we want to make that distinction clear. Yet with the work that you're doing, there is an element as you work with these um, young people, with the children, with the teens, there's a piece of it. And, and I think that that was your experience in, in writing How to Break, is that uh, there's something about the writing and doing the, this art that is healing in itself, uh, that is really beneficial to, to the, quote, patient. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, um, I think part of it is that, um, and there, there's a, so there's a, a song in the show, um, that is, uh, created by one of the young people that, that, um, uh, I won't, I won't sing it because I'm not a singer. I'm a, uh, <laughs> I can rap, but I can't sing. Um, but it goes uh, in the hospital nothing is optional. Choice is impossible when you're in the hospital. And, um, of course, that's a that's an overstatement and exaggeration, but it can sometimes feel that way. Um, I think for a young person or an adult in the hospital, that um, that uh, you know perhaps it feels like the um, the medical staff knows things that that uh, I as a patient don't know, um, and uh, kind of give me. 
um, you know, uh, prescribe things and, and, and tell me things uh, that I have to do. Um, and it starts to feel like I just have a little bit less choice and a little less agency. Um, and I think especially for a teenager who's at this moment in life when they're really like exploring their own agency and independence for that to be, um, uh, kind of clamped down on a little bit because of these circumstances of being, of being uh, ill in the hospital, it can be really difficult. And so one thing that, um, a young person who's writing a poem can do. Number one, they can tell me no. They can say, no, I do not want to, <laughs> you know, write a poem or rap with you right now. And that's a choice. Like that, they have a little bit of control there where they don't have the opportunity to say, no, I actually don't want to talk to you, doctor, right now. Um, it's less of a, a choice. So that's one thing. And then once they start writing, if they are writing about, for example, a traumatic experience that has landed them in the hospital or, uh, or an illness, um, as they write, they are reframing it almost by definition. They are um, deciding what the story is. And that is a way to kind of crawl out from under the rock of the story and uh, claim it and, and um, make a, a, a narrative out of it in which they um, are perhaps learning something or, um, or if, you know, maybe not learning something, but, but feeling something, expressing something, turning something that was really hard and that is really hard into something that is beautiful, that is powerful, uh, which is the poem or rap that they create. So has some part of how to break been actually shared with uh, the young people who are in the hospital in New Haven at this time? Yeah. Um, when we did it, uh, this workshop production in New Haven, um, uh there were some young people who came to see it. Um, I've shared little excerpts with, um, with young people in the hospital. Uh, and in fact, when we did, when we did it there, we created this whole arts for healing festival, um, in which, uh, a bunch of young people with sickle cell disease. So, so just a side note, um, the central characters of how to break are uh, a young woman and a, who um, has just been diagnosed with uh, cancer and a young man, Joel, who has sickle cell disease. Um, and uh, so in New Haven, a bunch of young adults with sickle cell disease actually created their own musical kind of in response to How to Break um, that told their own story of transitioning from kind of young adulthood to adulthood with sickle cell. That in itself has to be extremely rewarding for yourself, for, for them as well, to, to feel that kind of empowerment and, and create something that is uh, what I think is so wonderful, a musical, from something that is uh, not so wonderful, having a disease, but somehow transforming it, right? Yeah, and, and uh, 
<laughs> I mean, it's really not uh, my idea. You, you know, the, it's something that the um, yeah young people in the hospital are, are just doing anyway. And so, so actually, there's one um, there's one kid. Well, he's not a kid now. He's he's like grown up. He he has his own kid, uh, but um, he's someone who on whom the character of Joel is very closely based. Someone who I got to know. Um, uh, over years in the hospital, you know, probably met him when he was 13 um, and, uh, you know, saw him in the hospital until he aged out of the children's hospital. Um, and he was someone who would, he, he was a, a musician, a, a um, you know, a drummer. And so he would be making beats um, with a pencil on his IV pole, um, anything uh, with anything that he could get his hands on while he's in the hospital bed. Um, and that's his way of, of dealing, of passing the time, um, of, uh, transforming his experience. So it is real life come to the stage, uh, and so is it a compilation of multiple young patients or is it really quite specifically to young people? So um, there's two young people who are the central characters of the show. They are based on um, multiple young people that I encountered in the children's hospital and, you know, just in my life. Um, and they are uh, more, they are based um, quite a bit on these two particular young people who I, who I knew in the hospital. Um, so those are, uh, those are the two uh, kind of central characters. And then there are three, and they're the two um, hip hop dancers. Um, that's the other, uh, I think fascinating thing about this show is that it's these young people whose bodies are their, way of creating art you know they um move in these fabulous amazing ways break dancing and uh, breaking and popping and um uh so when their bodies which are their instruments their artistic instruments are compromised what then um, and that's kind of a, a central question that our show is asking but it's also asking a similar question of the adult caregivers, the pediatric hematologist, the um, mus uh, musician in residence, and the nurse, um, who each have their own, um, I guess, issues that they're struggling with, and um, the young people's experience starts to transform them. So it's five characters total. So... This is so powerful. The opportunity to have these really serious, important, in-depth conversations. I mean, it's still an option, but the opportunity is there to, in a, a really um, amazing way, have that conversation and, and talk about these life and death issues, about so, uh, these sicknesses, these illnesses that affect us at, at any age, <laughs> feels so tragic when it's such a young age. Really powerful, Aaron. Yeah, so, yes. <laughs> I hope it's going to be, and I know it will be uh, mad powerful. We have such an amazing uh, cast and and, um, and team here 
in Issaquah at the Village Theater. Um, and the part of the reason why my experience as a writer in, the re- in residence in the Children's Hospital has been different from my experience when I'm just uh, in the hospital with like my own family members or, or you know, um, uh, my father or, or, or whoever it might be, um, is that there's such a, um, there can be such a um, live and uh, humorous energy um, in moments in the children's hospital, and in particular these two young people who on whom I based the characters of Anna and Joelle um, had that. And so I think <laughs> we know that uh, the show is powerful, but um, we, I think in part because of that, um, I think we are, um, our way in is through humor and, uh, you know, finding the lightness in, in the situation. Um, so, uh, so yeah, when you come to the show, don't, you know, don't be expecting it to be all deep and all that because then you won't be able to laugh. Um, but, uh, yeah, hopefully you can, um, get some of both. Yes, exactly. That, um, I think that is quite clear in what I've read about how to break, that there is humor in it because, of course, uh, we don't want to just be totally overpowered and with with sadness and, and feeling grief. So here you have to blend the two, and, and that's life too, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. 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 That's, that's the way that I survive. <laughs> yes, we have to blend that all together. Aaron, I, I just am so um, appreciative of the work that you do that you've brought this to us. Uh, our opportunity is just to take advantage of the performances that are left. Uh, it's just here for a week, correct? Or could it be longer? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, we just, yeah, you just have this this one week. So, so uh, get your tickets quick because there aren't that many shows left. Yes. Yeah. And again, uh, you you were mentioning uh, villagetheater.org, correct? Yes, that's it. In Issaquah. So just make a point of it. I I think that we've kind of touched on some of the key issues. I, it sounds with all the music and the performance that we are really um, going to be in for an amazing experience. We just have to take advantage of it. And Aaron Jafaris, I am just really so happy that you were able to uh, eke out this bit of time that you could, you know, pull yourself away from continuing rehearsals. And uh, I know that that uh, stage is calling you once again. You have to get back there, don't you? It is. Yes. Yeah. I got to run right back into the theater, but it's been a, a pleasure talking to you. And Thanks so much a, for having me on. Oh, it's been my pleasure. Thank you so greatly for this work and for really, uh, you know, opening us up to this wonderful opportunity. Uh, continue to have a great show, Aaron. Thank you so much, Kate. Take care.